Fire Nation in the house. Johnny Doom is here, and welcome to episode 1405 of EO Fire, where I interview today's most successful and inspiring entrepreneur seven days a week. And Fire Nation, if you've ever considered hosting your own podcast, I have a free podcasting course for you that will guide you every step of the way from launch to monetization, and it's waiting for you at freepodcastcourse.com. Now I'll say hello to today's featured guest, Jonas Koffler. Jonas, are you prepared to ignite? You better believe it. Yes. Jonas is co-author of Hustle, The Power to Charge Your Life with Money, Meaning, and Momentum. Known for his innovative work as a consultant, writer, and producer, he advises internationally recognized thought leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking organizations, and has contributed to best-selling books, award-winning media projects, and social innovation ventures. Jonas, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Happy to share, John, and honored to be with you. Yeah. And thank you again for having me. All right. So as far as the personal life goes, uh, I am happily married for 10 years to a beautiful woman who happens to be my toughest critic. And I would say also my most ardent advocate and best travel companion. So it works out well. We balance each other. She's also a, uh, professionally speaking, is a wildlife veterinarian, which is kind of an interesting role and unusual. And I, being a bit of an unusual animal myself, she tends to help me out with the occasional problems such as, you know, thorns in my feet and the grooming issues, the typical stuff. Uh, and that, of course, keeps me reasonably presentable when out in public, which I guess is kind of important as a, an entrepreneur. But I will tell you, you know, sort of broadly looking back, it's been a mostly fascinating creative adventure. That's how I turned my life. And I've had the honor of meeting and working with some remarkable people, a lot of them entrepreneurs. And I've learned a lot from them and hopefully have imparted some of my wisdom to them as well. So it's been totally collaborative. I've also been to a lot of places around the country, around the world, excuse me, uh, in, I don't know, five continents now and, uh, and done a lot of cool things. And I guess you could say uh, I'm one of the, the luckiest people in the world. I do consider uh, my luck to, to keep growing. And I also think that it's important for, for our listeners to, to get a sense that you know, they are lucky no matter what they're dealing with, uh, but it just uh, we forget that we have to work hard to cultivate more of that luck. And, uh, and so you know, in my case, the adventure just keeps getting better. My luck keeps expanding uh, exponentially. And then beyond that, I'll tell you that um, I, I am based in Austin, uh, but given the work that I do and my entrepreneurial uh, ventures and investments, I tend to travel about half the month between the East Coast, mainly in New York uh, and surrounds, and the West Coast. Uh, and I am also abroad as well. I spend some time in uh, Central America and Mexico and Canada. Um, and uh, you know, generally speaking, I'm, I'm focused on media projects and consulting work that can range from books uh, to political campaigns, uh, business ventures, and creative projects like uh, TV pilots and films. Wow. Well, I love all of that, especially the part about lucky because Fire Nation – man, let's just be honest with ourselves. We are lucky. You're lucky to just have been born. We all know the percentages there. And if you're hearing my voice, you're probably living in a world that at least has electricity. So uh, you're incredibly lucky to have been born in that type of environment, no matter where that might be around the world. There's a lot of lucky things in your life. You just have to choose to see them to make them real. Now, Jonas, what I do want to talk about is your revenue as an entrepreneur because you're doing a lot of traveling. You're doing this and that. That takes money. How do you specifically bring in the dollars in the doors? Yes. Okay. Great question. Uh, I tend to rob banks wherever I stop. <laughs> that definitely helps. 
Yeah. So, uh, no, in all seriousness, you know, one of the, the tenets of our book, Hustle, is this idea of pop. Uh, the basic idea is that uh, we are kind of the creators of our universe and we are kind of the owners of our destiny. And we can do that through this pop idea, which is the personal opportunity portfolio. So the idea is to build and own a portfolio of right-sized risk and rewards. And in doing that, you're creating and monetizing opportunities, as I was saying, horizontally. Uh, so you can always pivot or shift as projects begin to take off. So for example, if you're an entrepreneur uh, and you have various business uh, ventures that you're running. The idea is to focus on the ones that are doing well, reallocate time and resources accordingly. So you're quote unquote balancing your portfolio, right? And the idea is to double down on the things that work. And if you do that expansively, you've got lots of different buckets. And what that does is offset some of the risk if something fails and things do fail as entrepreneurs, right? Or, or we learn from them and we continue to grow. But the idea is to give yourself the opportunity, much like a stock in the stock market, to pop or blow up or to a very rapidly rise in value. And you continue throwing sort of fuel on the fire and doing things that work. Uh, and that allows you to continue in a very sort of uh, virtuous cycle. So um, in, the, in more practical terms, you know, the, the big question you have to ask yourself, whether you're kind of a creative solopreneur or you're, you're running different ventures, is how do you... Uh, not follow the herd or force yourself to fit into someone else's system or, or way of doing things when you don't have to. The idea is to think innovatively, look for the, the hidden opportunity or unseen ways to succeed and figure it out. Uh, and if you do that, and it's hard work, obviously, and it does de- uh, depend on some luck and some breaks, um, but start repeating those things that work. And, uh, and the more you do that, the more you give yourself a chance to succeed and really own your dreams on your own terms. And so for me personally, um, what I tend to do is look for interesting people doing interesting work. Uh, and typically speaking, together we do a lot of uh, creative ventures uh, or collaborative opportunities. And, and I think that the beauty of that is that if it takes off and succeeds, it becomes a magnet for attracting new, talented, creative, fun, smart, and interesting people uh, and projects uh, attached to those people. So again, it's, it's looking for ways to continually push the boundaries so that you're growing, Right. Uh, and then create this virtual, uh, virtuous sort of circle or cycle of, of possibilities. And you continue looking and expanding and, and growing. Uh, and it's, uh, it's fascinating and stimulating. So how do you bring dollars in the door? The simple way is that um, as a consultant, you're always looking for... You, you. Yep. Let's get specific. Jonas, okay. just tell me. Break it down. How's the money come in? Got it. So I have a, a number of different ways of bringing in income. You know, one is to do a, a typical type of agency relationship, which is a retainer based on the project. Uh, and the idea is, you know, these are oftentimes long-term uh, media projects. So books take time, films take time, uh, business ventures take time. So they're consulting agreements, and they are based on uh, a fee that is agreed upon by the client uh, and works within their budget. So that's one way of doing it. I also do, you know, if it's an online venture, obviously it is an info, uh, an info uh, product that has a cost. And you're, you know, so for example, uh, the Mental Wellness Summit is one of my ventures. It's in the health and wellness space. Uh, a huge, huge need there for information, education, resources, and tools. So it's myself and a couple of partners. And uh, we have uh, a product that is in the the education space. So if you're uh, dealing with any kind of mental stressors or uh, anxiety or whatever, depression, whatever it might be. Uh, there's a, a fee-based product and we, we brought that to the market and have sold thousands of, of, um, of units. And so that's another way. 
Uh, I have a couple of restaurant investments, and those are in Los Angeles. So they, again, get, the idea is to create this basket of of, uh, of assets, John, to monetize whether I'm working with an individual or a company under a retainer agreement, or if I'm working on some kind of an online venture, you have a product to sell, uh, just price it appropriately and, and continue to scale and grow. Jonas, let me break in here for a second. You bet. I want to move into your journey as an entrepreneur because you've had quite the journey. You're doing quite the number of things. You're an active guy. You're traveling. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? Bring us to that moment. Sure, sure. Uh, so that's an interesting one. And I think it's fair to say from the outset, every day presents some, some challenges for entrepreneurs. Um, and in this case, it was a particularly unlucky one, we call it, if we're going to go back there. <laughs> but for a, a quick backstory, uh, it was about six years ago. And at the time, I was still part of the corporate world working in uh, intellectual property development uh, on a writing team with, with uh, talented, powerful, and successful folks. But I knew I was ready for a new challenge. Uh, and so, uh, and frankly, they did as well. Uh, and in the process, I was on a business trip abroad, um, had lunch with uh, a very interesting character, and um, we started talking about potential for working together on something. And uh, eventually, when I transitioned out of the corporate world, uh, you know, we had our creative differences. I was creative. They were different, and it was time to part ways. Uh, we, uh, we decided to, uh, to work on a book together. And this guy, we'll, we'll, we'll keep him anonymous, uh, is an internationally recognized thought leader and very outspoken politician and social activist. Uh, we had settled on the book, and uh, after fits and starts, we landed a publisher, and we were working uh, to produce the book together. And I had promised to make good on this commitment with my client, to get him published, and get him his book out in the world. And the book was basically finished. Uh, it looked great cover to cover. It told a great story. You know, it was several years in the making at this point. Uh, the, the interesting thing was it was a controversial whistleblower story, the kind where truth is stranger than fiction. And what happened was the publisher got nervous. So here I am, uh, sort of triangulated between my, my client and the publisher. They dropped the book before publication date, uh, which was somewhat understandable given the story and the risk, right? There are, there's fear for potential repercussions, legal or otherwise could hurt their business, now, it was crushing at the time, and it left us in a very vulnerable position. We didn't have a publisher. The book was done, and we had to very aggressively find a solution. Uh, and so, you know, you feel like a failure. Uh, you, you know, you, <laughs> you look your client in the eye, and you have to, you know, come up with some kind of response and some kind of way out. And so what happened was I remained committed, and I believed in the spirit of the story uh, and the message and with some perseverance, uh, fortunately, only a few months later, the book was picked up uh, by another publishing house. And, uh, and not long after, it became a national bestseller. And the beauty of it is today, it is being developed as a major feature film. So, you know, ultimately, <laughs> it was painful at the time, but it has a great ending, a happy ending. And, uh, and currently, I'm now working on that film as a producer and a contributing writer. So, you know, you, you, you go through the, the roller coaster of utter failure and, and uh, uncertainty. And then, you, you know, you find some, someone who believes in it and, and beautiful things start to happen. And that was the case there. Uh, I'll tell you that the aha moment for me was simply in recognizing the, the currency and the power of a good and unique story, uh, however loaded that story might be. And I think the lesson for folks is when you recognize that the, the story, I mean, what we're exchanging now, really is the connective tissue to our human experience and understanding the world. 
And I think that if you've got a, a store, a good story, something unique to say, um, that's, that's powerful. And it's, it's certainly meaningful and worth sharing with others. Fire Nation, there are absolute silver linings in every circumstance in life. I mean, that's why I love starting EO Fire Off with the worst entrepreneurial moment because guess what? We always uncover that within that worst moment, great things happen. And yes, sometimes they're crushing and sad and disastrous and fill in the blank. But guess what? We live to fight another day. And that's what it means to be an entrepreneur. There's a lot of great lessons, a lot of great takeaways you can have from this. But that's the core fundamental process. When you hit that wall, when you fall on your face, when anything happens, guess what? Jump up, pick yourself up because, hey, there's that silver lining just waiting for you around the corner if you're willing to see it and embrace it. Now, Jonas, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? A good one. So the biggest weakness, I would say, is the monster we call sleep. I just don't sleep enough. I'm not the best at controlling my schedule, my time, and and frankly, I wish I had more of it. So, you know, 32 hours in a day would be perfect. Uh, but I'd say if there's one big weakness, it is overcommitting, uh, working like a dog and, and not getting enough sleep. Overcommitting is a problem. There's something I like to say, Jonas, a lot is that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to everything else, including sleep, including spending time with your wife, including exercise, including eat, eating healthier, you know, fill in the blank. Just remember that every yes is a very weighty yes. Now, what is your biggest strength? Biggest strength would probably be that I think I'm an exceptionally good listener and I'm listening very selectively and actively for cues around opportunity. So I'm looking for ways to connect needs and wants to solutions, right, to find or fix problems, uh, find solutions, uh, and then just ways to connect dots to, to innovation and, and ways that we might experiment together. You know, again, with an individual or a company, I think it works both ways, but it's applying that lens of listening actively, selectively for those, those opportunities. Let's talk about right now, because you have a lot of cool things going on, but what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? <laughs> the one thing would be everything, but to be specific, I'd say the, the most exciting thing right now is my book launch, which is Hustle. And Hustle is... Uh, I think in some ways, a reflection of the zeitgeist. Uh, it's, it's a book that I've co-authored with Neil Patel and Patrick Vaskovitz. They're friends of mine and both in their own right are exceptionally talented entrepreneurs. And I think for us together, we're fired up because we're looking to shake things up, uh, to, to share our perspective and to, to help as many people as we can uh, pursue more of what they want out of life. And that's really our big goal there. Fire Nation, we're going to hustle our little booties into the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. EO Fire is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to EO Fire and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your City Card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible City Consumer Credit and Debit Card. 
Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. There are so many job sites out there and so little time. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with a single click. We know from firsthand experience just how easy it is to find the perfect hire with ZipRecruiter. We just posted our job once and within 24 hours, we watched dozens of qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. The best part, there are no emails and no calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by using ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And just one more time, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Jonas, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh, you bet. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, it was three things, John. It was scarcity mindset. It was a generalized fear. And then it was just my own inertia. What's the best advice you've ever received? I'm going to break this up into the three ideas. Okay, real quickly. One, if your heart's not in it, get the hell out of it. Two, be unapologetically aggressive about your entrepreneurial and creative pursuits. And three, just because it's serious doesn't mean it can't be funny. I mean, Fire Nation, those are words to live by. That mantra should be on my wall right now. Jonas, <laughs> send me that poster, please. I'm going to hang it on my wall. So what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Yeah, so this is, uh, I think, something that, that folks would find useful and practical in their own lives. Uh, I call it the 10-minute rule, and this is something we write about in Hustle. The 10-minute rule is very simple. Oftentimes, we get hindered by our desire for perfection or mastery, and this removes the, the friction. So the idea in the 10-minute rule is you, you're going to do first for 10 minutes. You're just going to get moving, and you're not going to overthink your priorities. You're not going to get tied down to you know, planning and over-planning and planning to plan and all that stuff. The idea is just to do something that moves you emotionally, energetically, charge yourself up, get focused, and start doing. And in doing that 10-minute rule, if it works – which it does, you repeat the process so that it expands and it allows you to be much more productive. Fire Nation, 10-minute rule. Jonas, share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Uh, absolutely. So, I mean, there are a million great tools out there. And I'll, I'll tell you, in my case, I tend to make a lot of lists because I have so much going on you know, project-wise. Uh, and rather than waste a forest of Post-it notes, I recommend Workflowy. It's a very simple tool. Uh, lots of fans out there use it. I'm staring uh, at it right now. <laughs> no kidding. It's a great way to organize your mind, as the tagline says. I love it. And it says also, make lists, not war. I just love that. Kind of random. It's just like in the corner. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a good thing. Now, uh, let's talk about one book for our listeners. Of course, Fire Nation, you want Hustle, the power to charge your life with money, meaning, and momentum to be on your bookshelves. But Jonas, what's one other one? Yeah. So, you know, back to my point about just, just because something uh, is serious uh, doesn't mean it can't be funny. I would say Getting Even by Woody Allen. So, <laughs> so I would say, uh, it, you know, it's very important to laugh every day. I recommend that to everyone listening. Uh, and I think it makes the world a much happier place. Getting Even is an absolute masterpiece. Take it with you uh, to a meeting. You'll laugh out loud. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's one that belongs right up uh, on your bookshelf alongside Hustle. Well, Jonas, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that $500. I'm going to march down to an animal shelter. I'm adopting a pet, and here's why. I'm looking for an interesting, say, a large cat or a bird, let's say a toucan. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to train them so I have a companion. That's one. The next step is going to be take a lot of walks with that companion, all right, in the first few days. Uh, the companion is going to be a magnet and will be a good conversation starter with others. So these are, this is the new world, right? Right. So I'm going to familiarize myself with the new world and new people who inhabit that world. And I believe the opportunities will be attached to those people or maybe answers. <laughs> and so with this, this companion in hand, I will talk to as many people as possible, find out what they need and want. And then launch a business that addresses those needs. So hopefully it does something good for those folks and for the new world. Fire Nation, I love it. All of the above. And now that I'm in Puerto Rico, I'm going to find one of those very companions to uh, go on my daily walks with me. And Jonas, I want to end it today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say bye-bye. <laughs> well, thank you again, John. And uh, I think that the best way for folks to, to reach me is to tweet at me at, at Jonas Koffler or visit JonasKoffler.com. And uh, otherwise, advice, you know, get out there and hustle, pick up a copy of the book and uh, let me know how I can help you in any way. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You have been hanging out with JK and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And you can just head over to eofire.com. Just type Jonas, J-O-N-A-S, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, check out Hustle, the power to charge your life with money, meaning and momentum, all things that we want and need. And Jonas, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Amen. God bless. Thank you. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed that chat with Jonas and myself today. And I know that you have big goals. It's time to focus on the biggie with The Freedom Journal. All you need to do is visit thefreedomjournal.com and start accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. Thefreedomjournal.com and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend and use ZipRecruiter.com. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.